What's up, y'all? This is Tiny and Kelvin Smith. Running back DeAndre Torrey. Senior receiver Michael Lawrence. Senior guard DJ Draper. And you're listening to Bruni's Breakdown Podcast, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni. Wow. Wow. That's the first time I've ever butchered the intro. What were you you trying to say? With Colin Mitchell. But what were you going to say instead of your own name? I don't know. I literally, I I practiced that in the mirror, too. That's weird. I never (laughs) get that wrong. (laughs) It's it's probably because your hood's up. No, like, I'll be asleep. I'll be like... Welcome to Bruni's Breakdown the Live 24-7 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni. And with me once again is Colin Mitchell. But see, you always change up that second part. No, I don't always change it up. It's just however I'm feeling at the time. Most of the time it's No, I'm 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 doing I'm doing great. I you know what, Colin, this was just a blip. And we're gonna just keep going because we are I think this great. This is a sign of bad things to come. No, 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 Colin. No, it's not. All right. We are the best. North Texas is now gonna lose every we're game. We're the best podcast. In the world. Yes. All right, you got to have that confidence, all right? Mamba mentality. Mamba, Mamba mentality, mentality, all right? We're better than every other podcast, all right? Now, what if we're not efficient at it? Look, we don't like even... <laughs> I forgot to get Mason fine. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Just hit me. You said you were going to get him this week. I think I just call... Uh, can I call Mike Law? Would that count? If it makes up for it, sure, but what are we going to... We do, We don't even know what we're going to ask him. Colin, please. I'm a professional interviewer. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna ask him, how you doing, Mike? What's it? What's it? What have you been up to? He's not even going to know he's going to ambush him? No, you're right. You're right. You can't you're ambush right. a man. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll do better. I'll do better. I'll get, I'll get Mason. I'll get Mason. I completely slipped my mind, though. So what I did, Colin, I made we a... We don't need excuses. All right. Just continue. Never mind. Here we go. Football podcast... <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing today? Hope y'all are doing great. Hope the snow has melted wherever you are, probably in the DFW area. But, um, wait, what's wrong, Colin? You're having trouble, Bernie. I'm not having trouble, Colin. Can I Look, take a step it's back? a rough first quarter. Take you just got to get back in the game, check in, and start shooting again. So here we go. We're starting to shoot. All so right. football podcast. As you all know, it's the off season. Um, we haven't done a football podcast since... It's been like three or four, five weeks. Probably four or five weeks, roughly. Well, um, I was in San Antonio for a lot of the signing day and recruiting stuff, so I did a lot of stuff. Check out that, check all that out on mingreen 247com Uh, yeah, we basically do a lot of recruiting stuff there. I'm doing like a commit series where I go through the 2020 class, like by position group. So I did the secondary first, did the four secondary commits. Um, Upton Stout, Jordan Nichols, Garnett Burke. Um, I don't. Oh, uh, Tavoris Weaver. Talked to them, talked to two of them and did a story on them. I'm going to go through defense line, offense line, et cetera, et cetera. So check all that out on Mean Green 24-7. How do we want to start today, Colin? Do we want to start with questions? Because yes. we've got a good amount of questions we'll here. Questions. There's some good questions. Got, questions. I don't know if we're ready for these questions. I'm ready for every single question that exists on all the right. face of this planet. Here we go. No matter the We'll question. start with the, the pressing issue that everyone wants, everyone wants to ask us. Uh, Hall G asked, um, oh, and Alejandro Garcia basically asked, um, who do y'all think the new offensive coordinator is going to be? Seth Luttrell. You're right. You're right, Colin. You're right. Because if your definition of an offensive coordinator who is who's going to call the plays? Seth Luttrell. 
I think it's going to be Seth Luttrell exactly. again. Exactly. I think it is. Yeah, man. the other guy's going to come in and be like a quarterbacks coach at offensive coordinator. That that's what I'm. That's what I'm. <laughs> so I talked. So I talked to people, and it took Seth a while of like you know. I guess he had some like some of those deep thought sessions where he was like some demons. Yeah, he had to express those demons out, and he's like, "Do I want an offensive coordinator? Do I want a quarterbacks coach? Because you know the quarterbacks coach will have the title of offensive coordinator, you know, right? Parentheses, right? It's gonna be a quarterback. Or coach. you could just make Tommy Maynard the OC. I mean, he's the pass game coordinator. I mean, why not? Yeah, I, f- I feel like the responsibilities of the offensive coordinator isn't gonna be. I feel that like Tommy of- Maynard's been like in that role forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I feel like I've always heard his name. He's always just been there. Now he's the receivers coach and the pass game coordinator. Yeah. I mean, you could just bring in an off uh, a quarterback's coach. Now, my thing is that when you restrict it, and let's say Seth wants to call the plays. Again, we're talking hypoth- hypothetically. Mm-hmm. If Seth wants to call the plays, I feel like that restricts the pool of candidates, right? Wouldn't you just say, like, from a logic perspective? Right, if, like, people aren't going to want to come here if they don't a, have the responsibility. Yes, it's a lesser responsibility. Right. It's a lesser job. It's almost a glorified coach's, or a quarterback's coach right. position. Right, That alone should shrink the the candidate pool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. Now, we were hoping that, like, I mean, just for me personally, I mean, you know, names like Tim Beck from, uh, from Texas, the one, the offensive coordinator from Texas that was fired, you know, you had dreams of like that and you had dreams of like other guys as well. I just don't see guys of that level taking that much of a drop to be to not even call plays. Let's say like even if it was like 30 percent of the time they called the plays like it was like, you know, a give and take. But it was like right. at the end of the day, it was like Seth the trail is the man calling the plays. Right. It's still a really big drop off. Right. And let's what does what this next year mean to Seth the trail? It is next year means that. Is basically Seth's resume or interview for those Power Five jobs. Uh huh. You're not gonna bring in. I don't remember the Texas. Office. Tim Beck. Tim. You're not gonna bring in Tim Beck unless Tim Beck's in line to become the next head coach. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like Seth is now showing. Okay. Obviously, last year the offense wasn't great. Everyone's gonna say that Graham Harrell was the reason the offense was great the last two years or the two years before that. Yeah. I have to show that I'm able to do it myself. And the difficult thing for him, and the difficult thing. It- for people to bring people in is that you don't have Mason Fine anymore. You don't have that right, exactly. foundation anymore. Exactly. So you're bringing people in and you're like, I'm sure he has a plan for what he's going to do at quarterback, whether it's, you know, Ani or Bean or, a, or someone who's not on the roster. I'm sure he has a plan, <coughs> but still at this moment, you don't have that guy like, Hey, come be our offensive corner. You can coach Mason Fine. Right. You, you don't can have coach that shiny, that Jalen guy, Rico Bussy. Right now all you have is Jalen Darden injured. Trey Siggers, Oscar Attaway. I mean, it's you're looking at it and you're like, uh, the offensive coordinator position is not nearly as appealing as it was when Bodie Reader came here. Correct. And I think that because, at least in my mind, that he'd be looking for that quote-unquote glorified quarterbacks coach, mm-hmm. the talent that you have doesn't matter as much because you're not bringing an offensive coordinator to run set offensive coordinator's offense. Mm-hmm. Seth yes. is going to run his offense. He's going to call his plays. He's going to be like, hey, O.C., <clears throat> whoever that is, go coach Bean yeah. during practice. I mean, basically. Yeah, and I'm sure that there will be give and take, obviously, just as right, just the same with Maynard as well. I mean, all that is a give and take, but at the end of the day, the guy calling the plays, I presume, will still be Seth Luttrell. He's getting right. paid $2 million. I think that he is going to feel this pressure as much as anybody to be like, we need to do well, and if we don't do well, it needs to be I at least need to ha- know that I did what I could right. to save this team. Right. This is 
this is Seth's chance to almost last chance to say I'm an offensive mind that can win because while we've talked about the shortcomings of this upcoming team if he's able to construct a team that averages 33 points a game with I mean a quarterback we don't know who the quarterback is right now but with a like you know, after losing Mason Fine, right like, now with is the we'll consider an average conference USA. Yeah, quarterback. let's say let's say it's an average conference USA quarterback, and then you have you know youth on the outside at receivers besides Jalen Darden. If you can put up a good offense with this team, then you can go and you go six and six or seven and five. Then you can really show the people like, look what I did with this team. So it's not it wasn't just Mason Fine, right? Right. And I and I also want to preface this also with the fact that we're not saying Rico because we don't know what Rico's going to do yet. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that is a point that I feel like we don't know yet. Yeah. I feel like he should be making a decision at some point. Soon. Yeah, he. Sh- I mean. It- I'd hope so. A lot of other people have declared whether they're staying or going. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Well, I guess we can talk about that later. I, I guess so. I mean, I don't know too I, much all, about all, it. All, all I wanted to say was it just seems like it's Rico's time to, to not be here anymore. Like, mm-hmm. what? What is? What is? how is this team going to help him? You know, it's only going to make him look worse, in my opinion. I don't know if it'll make him look worse because his targets will be, will be high. Yeah. His targets will be high. I... I don't know. I just I I feel like for him personally, I feel like he's been working out this entire time to get back. I feel like it would be questionable if he returned to the, to North Texas. Right. He needs to either take a step up to a Power Five school. Yeah. Right. Or or go to the. But then again, I don't know how his whole recovery process is even going. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot we don't know. But yeah, that's why we're not saying Rico for next year. Is yeah. Because yeah. We, we don't exactly. know what's gonna happen. Exactly. Um. Where shit? Where did the questions go? Um, so okay, so we didn't we we evaded the question of who the offense coordinator is going to be. I don't think so. I don't think anybody has no. Well, nobody has an answer of who that's going to be. There's only been speculation of how long it's going to take, <coughs> and I feel right. like the longer it takes, the more it's like, damn, like what? What's well? I mean, I think we answered here? it. I think we both agreed that Seth's going to be going to plays next year. It's Seth's offense. You're not changing the offense. You know what you want to do. I don't think it matters who's the OC. I mean, why does it matter? No, I, I agree because if you look at like what Bodie Reader ended up doing, I mean, by, by the end of his time, I mean, because Seth called the plays the last half of the year, like it's Bodie Reader was basically the quarterback's coach. Right. So you're basically coming in to fill in for what Bodie Reader was was doing. Right. So in a sense, I agree. Yeah. Seth is going to shoulder this load. Right. And that's why I think it doesn't matter who OC We is. can't go... Two years ago, when Graham Harrell was the OC calling, uh, what, what was it, 80% like of the 70, plays? 30, 70, 70, yeah, 70, 80% of the plays, um, which is 100% correct. That was sourced and everything. Like We know that for a fact. Then we could see, like, all right, there was different dynamics at play. Like, there were different things pulling in different directions. This time, no. It is Seth Luttrell getting paid $2 million. Go win. Right. Go, go make the right calls. Go show that you're an offensive mind. Show it. Exactly. exactly. So... Um, that's why I do feel like it, the offensive coordinator position is not nearly as important as the defensive coordinator position. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a second as well. But, um, I don't know who it's going to be right yeah. now. I don't know. We I, all I, have aspirations, I guess, but I feel like, again, the, I feel like the pool is really yeah. dwindling. And, it, and, and I don't think it matters. Like I said. Yes. So we will see. Um, people have been interviewed Alejandro um, a decision will not be made I posted this on the board VIP board go check that out so I'm not going to give you all everything I said but basically it's not going to be decided until it's not going to be decided at the earliest 
it would be like Friday. Yeah. And that's the earliest. And uh, I guess I have a question for you, just in case something does happen before the next podcast. What if they do get a guy that at the time of that he's hired, it seems like he would be taking on responsibility? As a play, play caller? Right. So if they get Tim Beck, if that was his name. right? Yep. Tim Beck already went to NC State. Right. Okay. But yeah. if they got a guy of that caliber yes. or a guy that is coming in to call plays to, to insert his offense, what does that tell you? That means, okay. Let's think of this not just on a surface level. Right. Because I think this is deeper than, than anything else. Because I feel like if Seth brings in a guy of a high caliber that he's willing to let call let's say 60% of the plays or, you know, yeah, at high least responsibility have, have a God, is, is yeah, better. have a lot of responsibility. <clears throat> I feel like it wouldn't be as much as him, you know, kind of surrendering as much as him being like, we need to win this year. And he knows that if he wins this year, it's going to help him a lot in long run. Now, as well. don't you think that it's more of an indictment on him? No, it's it, probably an indictment, but it takes some of the risk out of it. Right. For him. Because like I said, at this moment, if he just brings in a quarterbacks coach, it's him. The short, right. the the load is on his shoulders. Right. If he brings in an offensive coordinator to help call the plays, it's not as much on his shoulders. And I, I disagree. I'm with not going to say there's a higher percentage chance of it working, but if you get some sort of back and forth, I feel like there's at least going to be a little bit more variety in the offense. I disagree. In and what, I, and what? I disagree because. We saw uh, toward the end of this last season, obviously, Bodie almost had, like you said, he was a basically a quarterback's coach. Fans know that. It was perceived that this is Seth's fault toward the end of this last season. I don't think you can have another, you can have an offensive coordinator with responsibility and believe that Seth's hand isn't all over it. Of course. So I think that no matter who you have at OC, whether it's Seth being quote unquote offensive coordinator or you have a guy that actually has some responsibility that it's going to actually, quote-unquote, take any pressure off of his back. Because at the end of the day, I think he knows, and I think fans know, that this is Seth's doing now. Correct. I, I, I'll i give you that. I'll give you that. I, I agree with that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what he ends up doing. It won't be, again, it won't be any time within the next three days or so, four yeah. days or so, so. And I don't think they're in a hurry. I He's not in a hurry. Yeah. The, the source I talked to said it hasn't picked up. Okay, yeah, so then there you go. So they're, they're still just chilling. I guessed and Bernie confirmed, you know. There you go. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you, Alejandro and Holgi, for your questions. Hunter Paris asked, is Austin Ani the answer at quarterback next year? I've been on that Austin Ani train. Yes, thank what, you, Hunter, for your question. What, what can I say? You know, he threw that. He, he throws some dimes. He threw a dime against some team this year. He didn't play a whole lot like I wanted him to. You know, I got tired of seeing Bean out there sometimes. I wanted to see a lot of Austin. Mm-hmm. They're just saving him, you know. They're saving mm-hmm. him so people That's can't funny. see him on. Film. Yeah, so that way he can turn like twenty seven or twenty eight, and then he can really hit his prime. And then when he hits thirty, when he's a senior, <laughs> let me tell you, no, he's not that old. I think he's like twenty five. I thought he was twenty seven. No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, he graduated in twenty thirteen, fourteen, or twelve. I regardless, I he's not 11. that old. That would mean he's twenty six. Regardless, he's somewhere <laughs> around that age. He. I, I do think he was in high school. We've said it before, Colin. Colin, please. <laughs> two decades ago, like in the in the in no, the decade, two Colin. decades ago, we're in twenty twenty yes, now. No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> that was not funny. We need a soundboard for boo. Anyways, was, uh, who's who knows who's gonna be quarterback next year? Bruni thinks it's gonna be a transfer. I, I yes, I still think it's gonna. Be the it person prob- is it not probably will be. Who knows? But if 
like just think about it. If they get a graduate transfer, Ani and Bean would still have two full years. Like they would go into their retro junior year in twenty twenty one. No, yeah, no, I completely so agree with that. Two whole years. I'm just saying, like it'd be kind of it'd be kind of suspect to me if, like, I don't think Bean's ready to be a starting quarterback right now. But like, if guys who you've had just kind of developing on the bench for you know almost three years just aren't ready yet, you know? No, yeah, and I understand what you're saying, but and and I'm not saying like ready to be like Mason Finder to be the MVP of the team, but just to be average, like that's concerning to me. That's a good point. It, it it is a good point, but still, I just don't. We but, saw Bean last year, and he was he was fine in situations. He but it was running, it was garbage time, but and it he was through the picks he threw were kind of eh. Austin obviously didn't play enough. All I'm saying is that you'd hope that one of them could be an average quarterback. Yes, obviously, Brady's saying transfer because they want to do better than that, and yes. I completely agree with that. But I'm saying like if for whatever reason they weren't able to get a transfer. And you're just like what? Well, and they and they do like a quarterback carousel type thing where it's yeah. like, yeah, let's just throw in Ani for this drive, and if he's not doing good, then we'll throw in Bean. Like that's that's kind of worrying to me because it's like, that's are these guys not ready to yeah. be an average conference? They couldn't be Southern Miss quarterback Jack Abraham two years ago. They couldn't be gone through Graham Harrell, Bodie Reader, and now yeah, another. right. Like <laughs> one of them, we gotta yeah, gotta connect on something there. Um, okay. So to answer your question. If no one's brought in, I do think Ani will start a quarterback. Same. And I've been on been on that train, you know? Yeah. Thanks, Hunter, for your question. Final question leads us into a good good discussion, a better discussion. Not a better discussion, a good discussion. Um A B asked, What scheme do you think the new DC will use and any guys do you think will have a breakout season? Um So let's get into the new new defense coordinator talk. Clint Bowen from Kansas. He was there forever. He was at Kansas for a long time. For those of y'all who didn't read my story, five things to know about Clint Bowen, defensive coordinator. It's on the site. Just Google it. Something like that. It'll pop up. Uh, I feel like it was good because, not because of me, but because I, I was able to talk to a Kansas 24-7 guy yeah, who covered him. A guy like, who actually knows. Yeah, a guy who knows. actually knew about Clint Bowen. And he, I was able to get his input and put that into kind of a story. And that's why you got to love Bruni. You know, he's not he's not like one of them them blogs. You yeah, know, you just, know, I... I source my stuff, man. That's what I do. Wow. What an amazing guy. Matthew Bruni, everybody. Colin, this is why this is why I have you around, Colin. This is great. <laughs> the only audience. This is great. That's all, I, that's all I'm here to be. And hey, one day we're gonna have like an audience, like just a It's gonna be we're gonna like, be, like two first chairs. Take. We're yes. gonna be first take whenever they have like the live audience and like I act doing Max because Max is worse. And you know, whenever whenever <laughs> Steve, Steve, whenever Stephen A like roasts Max and they're like like you see in the background, like jaw dropped, like dang. Hey, on on campus pod. You know, if you're able to get ten people, sure. Oh, we're gonna get more than ten people. Colin, Colin, don't underestimate. I would do it on campus pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at at Matt at, at, at Bruni. If uh, I'm trying to think where anywhere in front of the Ooh. administration. No, no, no. no. We'd have to we'd have to go through like some court of in legal. the circle the 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 white circle in front of the admin building. Yes, the admin building. Yeah, we'd have to like we, I'm sure we have to get like some sort of like consent. Absolutely or something. not. No, we can just go on there with, with mics. Street preachers allowed to be out there. We can be out there. We, yeah. We're like the street preachers of sports. Yeah, just have a mic set up. They're like, come ask us your questions. No, they're not. At, 
No, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying another option yeah. just be set up. Yeah, a we mic. get two cameras. We get we get a, we got to have some production crew people. You know, like prop people. Hey, hey, they, we can find some journal. We can find some uh, broadcast majors. Be like, hey, we're I work, legitimate. I work for CBS. I work for CBS. Get in the car. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Imagine them getting in the car. No, we'll drive a truck. Take yeah. in the truck. Hold on, I gotta go to the GAB so I can remember my camera. All right. I'm being dead okay. serious. At Bruni, if you guys want an on-campus right. pod. Well, we just wasted about three minutes talking about that. We but anyways. We too, so we can kind of stack them up. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Clint Bowen. No, we're just going to get chairs, Clint. We're not getting bleachers. Chairs. I'm just trying to be cool. You know? All right. Anyways. Uh, Clint Bowen. The thing is, I was kind of worried looking at his numbers, right? Because like, yeah. Kansas is not a good football program. Obviously. Typically. And the defenses were not very good either. They were allowing like 40 points a game. It was very... <laughs> concerning and but then i did talk to the kansas writer and he is um a very insightful guy he knows this stuff he knows what he's talking about and he said more often than not when he what he was doing was productive and a lot of times while he didn't have the personnel to match up with the big 12 like there were a lot of times where he was able to Designed a defense that was very conducive to his personnel. So he was able to, like, one or two years have an aggressive defense. They forced, like, a bunch of interceptions one year. They Then other years they were able to get to the quarterback. Like, he was able to... Adapt? Yeah, he was able to adapt. That's, and that's, that's something, something we that, haven't had. Yeah, that's something that stood out to me. I was like, okay. And obviously at Kansas, the talent was not at the level when you're playing Texas, OU, Oklahoma State. You go on a list of teams that you're playing and you're like... You have North Texas talent against going to those teams. Basically, you basically. have North Texas's top end talent. Basically. basically, now, obviously, you can if you're if you're not high on him in the first place, you can just say, well, you know, they didn't recruit and they didn't uh, couldn't make he couldn't make these players like play at that level. And sure, I guess that's the case, but you're asking him to go up against an Oklahoma State, TCU, Baylor. You're asking him to turn three star, maybe a one four star guy into five-star guys that got recruited by the other teams. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's really tough for him. And so I came away from the conversation with with the guy with the writer, and I was optimistic because coming into it, I was like, okay, that, that's cool. I understand it. But I was kind of skeptic, skepti- skeptical. skeptical. There we go. I almost said, like, some. I don't know what I said. Uh, skeptical. But he said, no, you know, he actually – I think he thought he's a he's actually a good defensive coordinator. That could have been the reason why he was there so long. Yeah, I mean he was there for he went through like three coaches, head coaches for a reason. I mean, he stayed there. He's a respected guy and um yeah, I just that I came away from that conversation much much more optimistic than I was to start. So, that was good. Um I don't remember exactly, but I th- he played 3 uh, 4 3 for a little bit, then he played some uh um, three, three, five stuff just sprinkled in. He changed up the defenses, like we said. He adapted a good amount. Um, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for four, three defenses for the North Texas or whatever. Just try to get some sort of you know basic defensive package out there. I do think that five defensive backs is becoming obviously more important because of the way the football is played. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was still a three, three, five or a four, two, five or something like that. But I don't care what it is, as long as it's effective. Yeah, so we'll we'll see if it is effective. And so he's coming in here. He will also be the safeties coach because Reffitt was the safeties coach as well, and he was a safeties coach at Kansas. Shout out Reffitt for getting a job at New Mexico. Shout out Reffitt. What a guy. Only, like, safeties coach. Pure safeties coach. 
no DC for Refit, but that's okay. Still, he got a job. Shout out Refit. Um, but yeah, he's going to come in with a pretty clean slate. I mean, you look in the secondary: Nick Harvey, Kyrie Muhammad, Taylor Robinson gone. Ladarius Hamilton gone up front. Uh, Safi gone up front. Pretty clean slate, all in all, and um, it's going to be his defense. Yeah, I think that he's going to have a lot of responsibility coming here in here and clean up some of I don't want to say the bad tendencies that this defense has had, but maybe just clean up some of the easy mistakes that this defense has made in the you past. You can say it. It's okay. And <laughs> last year, Refit tried to adapt. He tried to play more zone. And whether he wasn't coaching it right or the guys just couldn't play it, it didn't really work. And so Bowen's going to have to reteach a lot of stuff. He's going to have to do – he's going to have a lot of responsibility. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. He's definitely the second most important coach on this staff. Like, it's not even close. So um, I'm interested to see how he – fairs but to answer your ab's question which i kind of avoided not avoided but went around the second part uh what scheme do you think the new dc will use oh sorry i thought you did kind of answer that no no no, no. i'm trying to think if i had to pick one i th- i think he sticks with 335 for this year because i feel like this i feel like the strength is probably no they have linebackers too i i feel like it'd still be I think I'll still go three three five right now just to see, because you know it's what guys are comfortable with. Maybe try to sprinkle in some different stuff. I do think they they'll be more multiple though. Yeah. So I think we'll we will we will see more. Let's say three four or let's say uh, a four two five. So I think it'll be more multiple, but I think they'll start off in a three three five. That's just a basic guess. I I don't know that for sure. I I'm yeah. trying to talk to Bowen, but the coaches are out of town next week. So sad. <laughs> we'll see when that happens. Um. And then the second part was uh, breakout or breakout seasons. Oh, you want me to start, Colin? Okay. Oh, I can start. I didn't know you no, wanted no, me to no, start. No. You didn't give me the look. I want to start. I didn't give you the look. I have a look I gave you when I went yeah. to start. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Point? Go ahead, Colin. Okay, it's your so time to shine. We, lose, we lost everybody this year, guys. You know, Nick, lost Nick Harvey. Lost Cam Johnson's still on here, right? Cam Johnson's on Cam Johnson's still here. Kyrie Muhammad's gone. Taylor Robinson's gone. Ladarius Hamilton. Ladarius Hamilton's gone. Jamie King. JB King's gong. That's it. So there you go. I mean, that's Mike Lenahan. <laughs> okay, so that's it. And, uh, <laughs> so you obviously you got corners now. So you know you got Cam Johnson. You still have Dominique Harrison. No, he's gone too. Who was the other one? I'm talking thinking about that. Uh, Quinn Whitlock. Quinn Whitlock. Yeah, Quinn Whitlock. And then you have Deshaun Gaddy. That Quinn Whitlock Deshaun Gaddy battle is going to be real, really real. Deshaun Gaddy's winning it. So. And then look at Upton Stout. Coming in as a freshman, he can play either safety or corner, but he's he's legit too. He was committed to Utah State and flipped over here. All I know is that we're gonna see a lot of young guys, and yes. I don't know who's gonna be breakout because uh, we haven't seen a whole lot of them. I think Deshaun Gaddy. We've been high on Deshaun Gaddy yeah, since the Deshaun Gaddy since I he mean, committed. He, he's been he didn't redshirt last year, so that should tell you enough. Yeah, right there. So I think he'll be a big guy. Safeties, I have no idea. Mikhail Sanders, uh, Alex Morris, um. Uh, not uh, Jackson Gibbs, I guess. Uh, Keelan Crosby. So it's a lot of guys that you're like. It's it's guys that we've seen before, but like I don't know who's gonna break out of that bunch. You know exactly. what I mean? So right now, the only person I can say is Deshaun Getty because I expect him to kind of step up into that role. Whereas the other guys we've seen in that role before, and they're just. They, I think Mikhail Sanders will start. Yeah, Mikhail Sanders will. Probably, well, actually, I was told Mikhail Sanders. Well, yeah, I mean, start. he didn't. He started for Taylor Robinson. No, that's sourced, Colin. 
sorry. Sourced, Colin. No Bru- worry. Bruni, Bruni, all the evidence could be pointing toward a murder, and it has to be sourced. You have to source from the murder. Sourced. Like <laughs> Kyle Sanders starting. Sourced. Okay. There you go. There you go. So, well, I guess those will be the two breakout players. <laughs> so, yeah. Move on. Getty and Sanders. That's good. Okay. Um, oh, oh, also news while we're on this topic. Um, it was reported from um, Gomi Green that the offensive line coach and the defense line co- coaches are out. So, Yellock and Langston both out. And that they were going to let that Latrell was going to let the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator choose their own defensive line coach or bring in their own Ooh, defensive like line that. coach, you know? I like that. That was um, news about, what, three, two weeks ago? Two weeks two ago, weeks probably. Ago, I think. Two weeks ago. Do you think that's a big deal? I think it's an... I don't know if it's a big deal. I think it's very interesting, though, because it's... <laughs> like, seeing the pictures of, like, the offensive line coach, like, with the offensive lineman that they just signed. Yes. And then they're like, oh, yeah, goodbye. I'm, I'm very... It was interesting because they kind of waited almost... Until they got their recruits and they're like, listen, guys, it's not going to work out. Yeah. It feels weird. It feels not right. It just feels, it feels wrong more so. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's a big deal because the whole reason we were like, you know, I don't know if I think we were both, I think we were both. Yeah. You said that on the pod. You said because of the recruits and they got the best of both worlds. I suppose (laughs) (laughs) they they waited until signing day and said, listen, guys. Thanks for getting my guys. Thanks for posing some pictures on Twitter. Lord have mercy. And uh, now they See, can't transfer. So from a signee perspective, you have to like kind of know, like in the side of your in this in, the, in like the back of your head, you have to be like, all right, there's a chance that do these you guys though? You're they're coming off a four and eight season, right? They're coming off a four and eight season, but we also have to realize that these guys, I mean, they're high schoolers. Like they expect the guy who comes to see, like they're not in the like Seth's not in the meeting when. Uh, who, one of the coaches goes to the bathroom. And they're like, "Yeah, listen, he's not going to be here. Yeah. He's just kind of here." Like they're not. Like no, I understand. They're selling it like they're going to be there. So I, I mean, I think they fully believe. Like I don't think anything was in the back of their mind. Yeah, then that sucks. But who knows how it's going to play out? Because I do. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I don't. There think, hasn't been any progress from the from, from a coaching perspective. I think it's a good move. I just think the way it was done was kind of eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, I mean, I thought they should have been fired. Yes. Or I, I, I mean, I think we were both survi- surprised that they were there anyways after, I mean, outside of the recruiting. So to see them do it, although not surprising in the sense that they're gone, it's just weird that the way it happened. So yeah, that's all I have to weird. say. I do think that it definitely won't hurt. I think it might improve it because although Langston hasn't had much to work with, he didn't, the offense line He didn't hit good. on anybody. Yeah. The offense line was not good. So, yeah. so who knows? All right. Let's talk about let's talk let's talk about a we're gonna turn this into a drama podcast. Oh, real quick! I don't know what you're talking about now. Oh, don't worry, Colin. Have I ever led you astray? Yes. No. Okay. You had me planned. Ball don't lie. I heard. Uh, I heard. Not heard. It was on Twitter. The rumor. Could Seth Luttrell leave for Washington oh, State? Oh, this. Okay, I have heard about this. Could if you didn't know what Mike Leach went to Mississippi State. To join our old friend Lane Kiffin, who went or not join. He called Lane Kiffin a bad coach. Not join, actually, the opposite of join, but still, you know, in the same state, who went to Ole Miss. Um, so the Washington State job is open, and yep. people at Washington State are like, I actually read something that said, you know, there's like a decent chance. Based on what though? Based on it's a similar style, so they're both air raid. Obviously, obviously, Latrell's not 
as air raid as Mike Leach. Yeah, you're not going to get a guy throwing the ball 80% of the time. The only team in the country to throw the ball 80% of the time. It's insane. But still, air raid principles, right? You get um, an offensive-minded guy who can step in and not change too much and still make the most of what they've had, right? Mm -hmm. That's the whole theory behind it. Now, we don't know much. Like, I'm not going to – we're not going to come in here and say that we know whether – how serious Washington State is about Latrell. But – do you think North Texas fans should be worried? Or how worried do you think they should be? Zero right now. One story. It said he'd be a good fit. I'm just... This is completely different than the Kansas State thing. Okay, yes, but... Because Kansas State, when the story came out, it was like, they... Like, Seth's, like, going places. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's like... Where super, is Seth? Yeah, it's like, it's like... Yeah, it was like a Seth radar. Like, Seth tracker. Yeah, Seth tracker. Like, the Washington State thing was more like... Oh look, a story about Seth being a good fit at Washington State. Okay, and that same and the same thing where it said Seth would be a good fit. It also said Graham Harrell would be a great fit. So he would be right, and, and they probably both would be. But I'm not going to say that there, there there might be interest. But at this point, I'm just taking it as there's zero progress in that in that thing. I don't now. Could there's nothing Seth, there right now. If you're Seth. Washington State comes to you just like, hey, you want to interview? Are you taking it? Yeah, he interviews, I think. At this point, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Like, you have to, right? I mean, shoot. Like, you Fighters offensive to... line and defensive line I'm coach saying, after signing look, day. I'm I mean, saying, he can do anything now. Look, I'm saying <laughs> he cleaned house. Yep. Mason Fine's gone. Like, a bunch of players are gone. 24 seniors are gone, pretty much. Washington State comes up to you and says, hey, you want to interview for this? Yes. It's it's simple. Yeah. I I think you have to. Yeah. No, I agree. Like you get a chance to go to Washington State off a four and eight season. That's better than Kansas and State. And follow up your boy Mike Leach, his his idol Mike Leach. Better than Kansas State. That's way better than the Kansas State job. I yeah. mean, in terms it's, it's of same. the way he wants to play. Oh and, no no yes yes yeah. yes definitely. I'm saying you could follow up your idol Mike Leach. You could shoot get Graham over there again. Get the band back together. <laughs> I'm just saying. Get like, Graham over there make the next mason fine i'm just saying that there's more of a possibility of happening than i feel like you've you you gave it a chance to the the possibility is there yes the progress of that quote-unquote possibility is nothing right now well of course that that's and my i point. still don't put it at much like like i don't think it's gonna happen but right and, that, and that's my point the point is that yeah yeah great fit possibility goes up yeah it's mike leach whatever possibility goes up yeah it's washington state possibility goes up Okay, so you could say the same for Oklahoma All if right. Lincoln Riley went to the Cowboys. Okay. Is is Seth Luttrell a candidate? All He'd right. be a great fit. All right. You're going to hyperbolize this, but I'm, I think I'm, it's a legitimate thing that could happen. It's a legitimate thing that could happen, but I'm hyperbolizing it because it was hyperbolized to begin with. No, it wasn't. They yes, it literally was. just said there's a chance this could happen. So then I right. put on the podcast and they, said, do you think it could happen? No, 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 no. People are hyperbolizing it, not the story itself. That's what I should have said. That's all I'm saying. All right, Colin. All right. Now, so, if he goes, then sorry, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it will happen either, but it's worth talking about. Yeah, worth, no, I, I like agree. I like the drama. Okay. Uh, lastly, we did miss signing day. We missed signing day, Colin. So I do want to briefly touch on hit him with these stars. The 19 three star recruits that North Texas can was you able just, to. Ink. Can you just go through how many three stars recruits they had like five years ago? 
<laughs> not many. <laughs> it was, was like Jalen Guyton. Nobody else. No, no, no. Dan's year. Dan's last year. Oh, Jesus. It had to have been like one. Hold on. Let me get it. No, I'm only going to 2020 class. You're asking me to look up way too much on my phone, and I'm too lazy to bring my computer out. I'll do it then. All right, you do that. So, North Texas is currently ranked number two in Conference USA, uh, I believe behind Louisiana Tech still. They brought in 19 three-star commits, which is just a terrific number. Um, This class is now, I believe, higher rate. Yes, is significantly higher rated than last year's class, and last year's class was very, very talented. To be able to hit on as many players as they did, I feel like is just terrific. I mean, obviously, you lost Cade Renfro at the end. It was like, okay, that happens, whatever. Um, you lost the safety at the end, and but they replaced him with Upton Stout. And it's like, Upton Stout is a legitimate baller at this point. And so you... You fill a lot of holes. You fill. You get five offense linemen in. You bring in one of those offense linemen, a JUCO guy. You bring in uh, three defense linemen. One of those defense linemen, a JUCO guy. So you fill holes immediately, and then in the back end, where you have a lot of youth that's coming up, you bring in even more. Uh, like I said, I did that secondary story on the um, 2020 class, and I feel like that kind of in, did a good job at showing you what they're about in a sense. And then I did an entire rundown on signing day, player by player, like anal- analyzing each one of them with, with videos. Uh, so check that out if you haven't yet. So I'm not going to go with player by player and be like, Hey, this is what this guy's good at because I've written 10,000 words about it. So check that out if you want to, but just in a general sense, I think the offensive line is just, it's so nice to see them actually fix that. Dane Jackson, Cade Bond, Jet Duncan, um, Antarius Gray, and who am I forgetting off the top of my head? There's one more, and I'm missing it. Jet Duncan, Cade Bond, Dane Jackson. Is it four? Oh, Eric Williams. I'm sorry, Eric Williams. Eric Williams. So anyways, they addressed what they needed to address, and that was promising to me. Now, there's still four scholarships left, because I believe they have 23 scholarships, and... So what should they do with these last four scholarships? That's what I'm going to try to address real quickly is that I think you need to bring a quarterback in. I've said it before. I think it needs to be a transfer, but if it's a freshman, then I'm okay with it, whatever. You just need a, you need a quarterback. Yep. Bottom line. They, um, I don't think you need another running back. I would love to see a, another receiver because their only receiver right now is Lorenzo Thompson. And, I mean, one isn't like – it's not bad to only bring in one, but I would like to see another one brought in to get to get that to two. Offensive line, you're fine. Tight end, you're fine. They they have three tight ends, which I think is a little superfluous, but Well, if they were gonna use tight ends as much as they say they should have, then yes. maybe it's not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly. because they, they do need tight ends. Yeah. But three of them in one class is a lot. And that's Ron Tiavasui, who is a junior college transfer as well. And so I think they're good there. Defensive line, I think they're good. They maybe could spare one more, um, but that's here there. And then I think they definitely they don't have an inside linebacker. They have two outside linebackers who look like monsters. They look like Joe Zogu type dudes. But you, I would like to see one like Katie Davis type dude for the inside linebacker position. That'd be nice. And then I'm trying to think. If there's anybody else? I want to see a transfer safety. I wouldn't be against that. Like like a like a like a ball hawk type safety just gets after it. You know I what I mean? I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't be against that at all. 
because I feel like there's going to be so much youth on the back end. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you know. Yeah. No, I also, know. by the way, because I have it up. Go ahead. They actually have a lot of three stars, but you're not going to remember which, which any year, of their 2016? names. 2016? 2015. This is this is the year Seth came in. So these were already recruited guys. Yeah. Kevin Dillman was the number one recruit. Kevin Dillman. Okay, listen to this. I think he works at my apartment complex. He was Geyer's quarterback, by the way. Yeah. Um, 85 overall, Darian McNair. He was in... Uh, doesn't say for some reason. Sick. DeAndre Bradley. Don't know who that is. Three-star. Ashton Preston. Hey! He was their third most recruit. Creighton Barr. Offensive hey. lineman. Demarcus back, Smith. Creighton Barr was the backup center. Or was the center. In Demarcus Smith. I don't know who that is. Only the greatest quarterback to ever get sacked oh, for 40 yards in yes, Marshall. Demarcus James Smith. Gray. Pretty good linebacker, yeah, actually. Nate Brooks. Two-star. Yeah. Taylor Robinson. Two-star. Uh, Jordan uh, Murray. Two-star. Uh, Chet Munden. Don't I think I know is. that. Jared Combs, two star. Thaddeus Thompson, receiver, two star. Thaddeus Thompson. Uh, DeMichael Harrison, don't know who that is. Roderick Young, two star. Courtney Finney, don't know who that is. Kelvin Smith, two star. R.D. Wegman, two star. Eli Howard, two star. Alex Woodworth, two star. Dakota Smith, two star. That's a class. (laughs) How many three stars in there? Uh, Not including transfers from like. Community colleges, you have one, two, three, four, five, six. You had six. Now you have 19. Yeah, this is also the uh, sixth best class in Conference USA at the time. Oh, so that's a good, so it was a good class. So it wasn't a bad class. It wasn't a bad class, but. But it now, a, it, yes. But it was a bad class. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> how far it's come at this point to get 19 yeah. three stars is kind of insane, so. Very excited to see what that class does. They were five early enrollees, I believe. The three, the two, two or three junior college, uh, Stout, Christian Lee. And I'm missing someone else. I don't remember who else it was, but yeah. Uh, we'll see how they do. Um, I'm gonna do a couple. I have my entire month of January planned out for stories, so we're gonna have some good football stories coming on the way. Like I said, we're gonna do um, position groups, position unit um, breakdowns. I guess for the 2020 class. So all that stuff will be in there. Um, Pro Day will be in mid-February, roughly. Mid to late February. So we get to see Mason Fine sling it. Can't wait to see Mason's 40, you know. 4-8. No, I'm just kidding. Mason, get that knee strong so you don't have to wear that brace, okay? Just make it like a bionic knee. <laughs> what? Just, just, what does that even mean? Just, never mind, Colin. I, I just get laughed. Mason's getting the... drafted in the seventh round. See, but would you rather have that or would you rather have him go undrafted? I'd rather have him get drafted. Undrafted, you get to, you know, pick your location. You get to pick your situation a little bit more. But you're being selfish and you just want to say that Mason fine got drafted. No, oh yeah, because I want him to be in Madden. And if he's undrafted, he won't go in Madden until he plays. So, um... <laughs> That's a pretty good point. Honestly. All right, so yes, it is very selfish. <laughs> it's a pretty good ridiculous. point. It's not ridiculous. ridiculous. You know what would be amazing if you went to New England? Another great Tom Brady. Tom's not gonna be in New England next year. What would be the best fit for Mason Fine? Pick a team, any team, or is this too early? Oh, this is early. Well, the thing is, you ask best fit. Best he's gonna fit. have to. He's gonna have to beat out dudes of like the same caliber, no matter where he goes. Like if he goes to Denver, he's gonna have to beat out guys like. 
Like he well, beats isn't Drew Flacco Lock. there. He beats Drew Lock. Drew Lock isn't Flacco there too. Like yeah, the but Flacco doesn't play anymore. I'm just saying you, you're gonna have to beat him out, right? I'm, I'm not, listen. If he gets Steelers. a roster spot, he fits the Steelers the best. I'm just saying they don't have a quarterback. I'm just no. We're Mason Rudolph. Fit. Well, he could probably beat Mason Rudolph. No, he's not beating Mason Rudolph. He's beating Mason Rudolph. Listen, okay. All right. For Colin Mitchell, <laughs> Maya Mitchell, and myself, follow us on Twitter at MeanGreen247. Leave us a five-star rating. I didn't know this was the end of the and podcast. And review. Did you have something else you want, no, you want to talk about, Colin? No, the end. It just seemed quick. If you have another topic, we can talk about it. No, we don't. I don't. I, I just didn't know that was all our questions. No, those are all our questions. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Thank you all for your questions. Again, we appreciate it. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple on Apple Podcasts, Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud or Apple. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on Twitter, Mean Green 24-7, and subscribe to MeanGreen247.com. We are on a promo, actually. I didn't promote this on the basketball one, but we're on a promo. Two months for $1, Colin. That'd be really great if I didn't get it for free. Because well, you're an employee. "Quote unquote employee." That's my pay. That's all it is. No, it is. You just lowered my pay. So there you go. (laughs) Two months for one dollar. That's how much Colin's getting paid for the next two months. So (laughs) take advantage of that deal while you can. Get the pay. You can get paid the same as me. Yes, exactly. So, all right. That now we're done. Colin Mitchell, Maya Mitchell, myself, Matthew Bruni. We hope you'll have a great week, and we'll talk to y'all later.